presents Vampire the Masquerade Hellfire Nights Good evening everyone and welcome to the Barnard College presents Hellfire Nights. I'm Raz and I'm your keeper and we have the entire team here with us tonight uh, but we left off in a weird place last time so let me just get you caught up two seconds here uh, we had a fire that occurred at the home of Simona Della Torre and her sire Bastion and the fire seems to have taken everything uh, our vampires from Clan Toriador Ashenbrenner Simona and their friend Dr. Jackal made their way to the home only to find it in an inferno burning uh, everything lost and upon further investigation it became apparent that it had been an attack from a kindred or a vampire from a rival clan more than likely uh, the way that everyone had been murdered inside and the blaze set fearing for his own haven safety Ashenbrenner took the car the carriage that he had hired made his way through the city of London late in the evening and made it back to his haven to find it intact all his sketches his precious potions and concoctions all seemed to be safe he spent some time preparing his haven for a possible assault and then ran into the mysterious woman who had been at the first fire at the Delatore home and when he came out to confront her she predicted more bad things would fall upon the clan before the night was out and that's where we left off so we'll pick up there so Ashenbrenner you've uh You've heard sort of this warning from this woman. What is it you want to do? I'd like to speak to your parents, young lady. <laughs> Which one? I'd hope he can do it through a Ouija board. Does she... And she doesn't look like anybody uh, familiar or not? She is absolutely doing a mask of a, of a thousand faces. She is changing it. And she's very good. She's able to man just... Th her face right now, when you first looked at it, you knew exactly who it was. But then you're like, yeah. I remember her chin being different. Like, she is pushing her skills to keep you guessing as to who she might be. Gotcha. And now I, I usually... Now, is this... I don't know if this is metagaming or not, but is this something that a Toreador would know, that this is more of a Bruja thing? No, this... Um, there are several clans yeah. that can obfuscate... How so? Obfuscation uh, tends to be the gift of the Malkavians and the Nosferatu. Both use it tremendously well. Um, Nosferatu's though tend to want to. I mean, they can obviously in order to infiltrate, they need to look less than monstrous. Um, yeah. This is a mastery though that would indicate that she's either very old or very very gifted in being able to maneuver. But she also gave you another clue. She spoke about premonitions, sight. Yeah. Yeah, you're thinking and that's she's probably, probably like a blood magic thing. Well, or she's a Malkavian with some sort of a weird gift. Oh, a gift. Yeah, 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 yeah. I say... Uh, she stops. Crazy, crazy, awful, wonderful little thing. I promise you something more fun than the devastation of centuries of work. Would you be willing to share information with me then? She says, I have a, go ahead, I'm sorry. 
I was just going to say, I was going to bribe her with, uh, I have a priest. He's a bit of a meat pig. And if you'd like, I can introduce you. Hmm. Sounds yummy. Huh. Raise my eyebrows, hopefully. Charm. Really? Charm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's your manipulation? <laughs> Oh, charm. charm this is fat I, I didn't think i'd get you to this point on night three um <laughs> manipulation is four what would this be manipulation and um is there actually charm? i was just saying the word charm yeah so it's manipulation and it could it could be depending on how you how you're trying to play it are you trying are you I'm probably trying, subterfuge I'm, I'm pretty close to desperation because okay. like you know this is my sketchbook it's Absolutely. not like this will be lost forever. My art is already out there, you know, hanging on things and tied to things and, and melted and burned into things. But this is, you know, this is the sketchbook. No one wants to lose the sketchbook. So at this point, it's manipulation. In in a couple minutes, depending on what she comes back with, it might be like, oh God, okay, what do you what do you what do you want from me, man? Um, yeah, right now I haven't started sweating yet. Okay, so, so just go ahead and roll me uh, manipulation and. Um... You can use uh, subterfuge, or you can use. There's another one on here. You can use intimidation if you're trying. Intimidation doesn't sound right though, because you're trying to you're trying I to work with her. because she's clearly very good at what she does, and I don't want to piss her off because I feel like she's a much better ally and an enemy. Okay, so perception and subterfuge. All right. No manipulation. Please. I'm sorry. Manipulation. Yeah. Manipulation and subterfuge. Yep. Um, manipulation. All right, cool. So perfect. No, no, no. Click on this. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Come on. Good dice. Oh, tasty biscuits. Good God. Okay. That made up for that roll. The last one. Be happy with that. Yeah, yeah I would be. <laughs> so, she looks at you and says, "Okay, if you make it through the next hour or so." I'll be back tomorrow night to collect. She says, Kadash Hala, and giggles and fades into shadows. And do I know what exactly the fuck that means? Well, you have some religious background because of your manipulation of the priest over these years. But those Boy, words. Howdy. Yeah, those words are definitely Hebrew or Yiddish and. Go ahead and give me an intel roll. Yeah, okay. All right, just intelligence? Yeah, for now. Because I don't think you have... Do you have anything in, like, a religion or anything that would uh, mask into that? Nothing in a cult. A cult would have helped, yep. Academics. I have a five in computer, although I don't know why I took that. Yeah, we'll, we'll move those numbers around. That's not I'm a kidding. problem. computer. Um... So oh, okay. <laughs> I don't. I mean, politics and science, linguistics. I do have a three in linguistics. So take. Go ahead and give me intel in linguistics. See if you can recognize okay. the root word. Come on, smarty pants. Oh, such important roles. That was when the shitting happens. I think I used up all my luck on that last roll. No, this is really oh, good too. Right. So it right. cancels out one crit, but the rest of them are all successes. That's excellent. The Holy Protector. Okay. I hope she's not talking about Jesus the Christ. Is that, does that, fra like, does the Holy Protector mean anything to me? 
Again, just it's just the words. Monkeys. Yeah. The words holy protector. Oh, shit. Okay. All right. What I might like to do then is um, get some flasks and take them with me and post up hidden near my entrance. So if I see anybody, I can um, hopefully see them coming before they do something awful to my sketchbook. Okay. Um, so I, I guess if I can take the time, I'm going to get back down there. Maybe just take a, take a couple seconds to sort of commit what I am doing to memory because I'm not a pen and paper kind of guy. Mm -hmm. But like if, you know, I saw what happened with Simona's house and I knew that that was full of servants and there was a sire in there and this is just me mm. and my sketches. Yep. So uh, worst case scenario, I want to try and commit it all to memory. So God forbid, whatever, Satan forbid, Cain forbid, something goes horribly wrong um, that I can recreate if at a bit of a detriment and then i'd like to get some of my my more volatile stuff and basically just again same sort of stuff if somebody snuck down there they would be marked by it uh the same kind of thing um as much as i can safely carry okay so like let me put let me post this to you and see if you want to play it slightly yeah. differently you have if if her estimate is close you have enough time to save the vials chemicals and the concoctions by putting them into the carriage, or you have enough time to unlock and re-secure all the sketchbooks inside the carriage, or you can attempt to defend both by yourself. I mean, I don't have... When you say sketchbooks, you mean that the people that yep. I have bound, gagged, and, and legs right. broken. And I mean, you could just oh, kill yeah. them and leave them for, you know, leave them there... You could leave them in boxes, it doesn't, or the cages they're in. But if you're really concerned about most of the more expensive setup of your, I mean, are replaceable, but it is it is kind of a pain in the ass to get some of these. Yeah, right. Um, do I have maybe some sort of just like a heavy iron box, just something that would be fireproof that I can just put some things in? So, like in the case of a fire, they would not be destroyed. You could secure them in a box. It should be able to withstand a fire. Yeah, that would be fairly common, I would think. Yeah, like some. Yeah, because you know, fires fires happen. Um, oh yeah, back then. Okay, so I'll take some of the more. I mean, I don't really have a lot of precious belongings. It's more chemicals that were harder to obtain. Right. And the work I've been, you know, I've been, you know, shaping people by having them grow in in the wrong direction. So this would definitely set me back, but. An artist makes do. Okay. So, um, yeah, I suppose I'll, I'll put all the uh, the chemicals that I can uh, into um, into uh, into the into a lockbox or something, and and you know try and get that under, you know, put it in the safest place possible in this huge stone room. Mm -hmm. um, and I'll take a couple, you know, for offensive purposes, and try and sneak out and post up somewhere stealthy and focus on my door. And just keep an ear out for anything out of the ordinary. Okay. Maybe send the send the handsome down the street a bit, so it's not right in front of my place. Oh, all right, good. So yeah, you have enough time to kind of get that ready. You take a position to. Oh, sorry, for one last thing. There's yep. No traits of that girl. She didn't leave anything like I don't know a book or some sort of a teleportation device or anything in the, in the carriage. <laughs> teleportation? No, she didn't. She walked away under uh, her own power. Yeah awesome okay cool that's fine that's totally fine and expected 
if if you got a sense of her at all, you probably think she's standing not too far away across the street waiting to see what happens. Oh, um, horrifying. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So you get your preparations done. You you move the carriage and you know you you get everything organized. And with your celerity, this was able to happen and still have some time. So you 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 burst through that. You know you're moving about. You get into a position where you can see the entryway, you know, from about 20 or 15 to 20 feet. You're kind of secured down there, hunkered down. You've got some flasks around you. You know, you've got your jacket pulled up around your head to keep you as, you know, securely stealth as possible. And I don't know if I can use presence to make myself less noticeable. Not really. Yeah, no. It's it's usually about amplifying your presence, not so much. You could calm people down if they were angry at you, but okay. there's no one to throw it on here. So, right now, it's it wouldn't be working at all. Uh, okay. Yeah. But in about twenty five minutes, you hear. The drummer. No footfalls and you look down the street through this fog and there's a seven and a half foot thing walking towards (laughs) it's lumbering and it's you know as it takes every step it takes you're like what in the hell it appears to be made of multiple pieces large oversized limbs that were sewn together and and the face is almost off on the the left cheek where its mouth would be and it hangs like a stroke victim um fucking right and you see it it's you know its hair is long and shaved to one side where the all this needlework was uh was done to secure the the flap from the skull as they they manipulated it and cast its its spell and put the holy symbols in it to to reanimate life back into this terrible, terrible creature of vengeance, this holy protector, as she called it. And it keeps moving and lumbering towards you. Over to Dr. Jacqueline Simona. This is a weird question. I don't know if it would work or not. With crap, well, first off, I yep. am in awe of the stitch work. That okay. is, like, I am impressed. Perfect. Can I use crafts to, you know what? No, I'm sorry. You're doing the story. Sorry. Okay, I got this. You got this. No, okay, th- got that's it. fine. It's a great question. I, yeah, I was going to say, could I use crafts to determine, A, a weak spot, B, I don't know if I know someone who did this, or or just some, some sort of a, a, yeah, I guess a weakness to this, this meat man. Uh, depending on how close, when we get back to you, depending on how close you allow it to get before you react and how long you study it, um, yeah. yeah, you might be able to discern something off or that you can use to to fight it or push it away but it's really going to depend on you getting pretty damn close for stitch work like you can see the scarring up and around its face but you can't tell the needle point yet gotcha okay cool all right sorry go ahead no no that's fine sit here (laughs) fingers i'm gonna sit here and be pissed (laughs) all right so the the carriage of dr horatio jacqueline simona uh the ride to elijah's home is you know, uneventful for the most part. The fire, the glow is fading away off to your right. Everybody is 
you know, the two of you are just sitting, I assume, fairly quietly. Doctor, did you want to say anything to her at this point to to bring her out of her malaise? Or are you just kind of allowing the moment to be the moment? Um, I think I would probably still be choked up from the smoke myself. Uh, but it's, it's a moment, my dear. Um, are, are you okay? It was it was quite smoky in there, and you seemed rather rather down. I just want to make sure there's no physical maladies that need attention. All I care about now is going to Elijah. I'll be fine, Horatio. Oh, very very well then. And just kind of coughing to himself as quietly as he can for the rest of the ride. You wind your way up this you know, slight incline, bringing you a little bit further out of the the lower districts. Not that in any way Simona lived in a bad area, but the there were some hills and plateaus and things around where, you know, obviously the wealthy wanted to get away from the the stench of the, you know, the filth of the lower levels. And Elijah has a home. This we would probably call almost an estate. Like this is an estate. Um, it's, it's a big home. It's gated. It's just, it's, it's very impressive. It's not trying to hide the fact that somebody very well off lives there. Um, it's opulence and it's ostentatious. Uh, there's a fountain that's perpetually running, uh, out front. It is totally, totally something that a Toreador would want to be in. And he entertains here quite frequently for the clan. So the gate itself is has two men <clears throat> who just stand in these small boxes, almost like the Queen's Guard outside of Buckingham Palace. When the weather is bad, they, she, he has two of those stations, one on either side of this very large wrought iron gate that's about seven or eight foot tall. We'll say it's closer to seven foot. And um, as they see the carriage approach, they come stepping out. Excuse us. Uh, sorry, you cannot come here. There are no guests today, this evening. Please move on. You'll have to make an exception. I'm Lady Simona Delatore, and I request an immediate audience with Elijah Beaumont. Lady Simona, I had, we had we were not told you were coming. I'm I'm so sorry. Just just a moment, please. Just a moment. I'm sure the master will see you. And he walks over and pushes the gates. The other guy, you know, tells the handsome what to do. Ride up the you know 130, 140 feet into the circular court. You know, the circular drive. Let you off at the front. People will t- attend you there and take you, and then he is to leave to get off the premises. Horatio, out your side of the the carriage. Uh, go ahead and give me a perception check. Okay. Please. I'm afraid. Two passes. Yeah, with two successes. You see a beautiful young man standing on a balcony on the second floor, his arms on the railing, looking at your at your carriage as it approaches. He has long black hair, a white shirt that's you know tailored beautifully he just he seems the clothes seem to love hanging on him love hanging being on him everything is you know this is just just get this sense that this young man is blessed with not only wealth but beauty he's one of those two percenters that you know you you, the world holds and as the car as the carriage comes to a stop uh you see him turn slowly and make his way back into the house. So, so you believe we're expected, Stellatory? Excellent. And I keep going forward. All right. Is Elijah there? No. No, two beautiful young women um, come out and greet you. One is dressed a little bit more servantly. One is 
you know, dressed in a black, you know, dress. She has two wounds on her neck. Not from today, but they're they're already starting to heal. But recently she's been fed on. And you can see that almost immediately, Simona. Doctor, you pick, you see a small, you know, discoloring around her neck, like a hickey, uh, something of that nature. But she... No, we're, we're, like, smoldering at this point. What do you mean smoldering? <laughs> They just smell like fire. Yeah, they smell like I, fire. I'm I'm dressed in an all leather outfit, and I smell like I'm hickory smoked. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That has I'm nothing to do with very... these two people. Okay. No, I'm just I want to make sure that I've got my current state of affairs straight. You... Oh, no, you're okay. I also <laughs> I'm wearing clothes that I borrowed from Evelyn because normally I dress very extravagantly. Like I have no jewels on. I'm right. wearing a very plain dress. I smell like smoke. I look like hell. Mm-hmm. So they're gonna know right away. Like that's why the guy didn't automatically recognize me. It's like I, I look like a giant hickory smoked sausage, and <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm I don't even pay any attention to to these these girls i'm 100 percent following simona's lead at this point because okay. i am like this game has gotten out of hand and i just need a minute <laughs> all right the all you you know simona all you know about the fact that you don't look proper you don't smell proper and things to seem to be amiss with yourself and the large gentleman who is escorting you is it's still etiquette there's still an you know there is a greeting <laughs> there is a way that okay. these things are done Oh, they'll well, talk about them, you behind your back, but right now it's proper greeting at the door. Look, Los Simona Angeles, yeah. has, yeah, Simona's etiquette is a five. She knows more about etiquette <laughs> than anybody here. She doesn't give a shit. Right. She's like, where's Elijah? If Elijah doesn't get down here in two minutes, I swear to God, I'm going to go up and find him my damn self. So you're brought into the foyer, a beautiful marble staircase that wraps around the wall of the rotunda of this massive entryway as you come in is there. There is a small water feature also in the center of this marbled room at, at the bottom on the, on the main floor where you're standing. Uh, it's just trickles, you know, beautifully with just the right pitch of noise that it would be considered enough to help you go to sleep. Should you lay near it, but not intrusive enough to stop conversation. The, the whole thing just reeks of that, that Toreador sense of art and how it impacts the senses. And coming down the staircase, calmly, with his hand trailing along the railing, is Elijah. And he sees you and stops for a moment, vogues on the staircase to give maximum <laughs> impact, even though he's only greeting two people. <laughs> he, he makes sure everyone... It's like... It's almost as if Cher was coming into a concert riding on an elephant or something. It's the perfect moment and angle. And he stops and says, Simona, it's so wonderful that you could join us this evening. Takes a few more steps down. He says, you look a travesty, my dear. And who is this that you brought to me? His name is Dr. Horatio Jekyll. Elijah, we're in grave danger. My house has burned to the ground. My servants, Bastion, are all dead. What? Bastion is dead? Are under it. I hold out, I pull the ring out of my pocket and I hold it out with his 
um, initials on it. I'm sure there's still ash. I hold it out. I don't let him like grab it, but I just hold it out to him like this was all that was left of him. There was a stake. Servants were all killed in a gruesome manner, and then they burned my manor down with everything that matters to me to cover up. Oh, my dear They're child. In danger. He holds out his hand. It, it's... There's not a single mark upon it. it. It's the softest of skin, the most supple. And he extends his hand towards you to take, let you put the ring in it. He wants to see it. I pause for a moment, not really wanting to give up the last thing that I have of Bastion. But it's my primogen, so I place it in his palm. Instantly, a wave of calm rushes over you. Uh, you too, Doctor. You feel very... It's almost like, you know what? Shit's gonna be okay. Think of it more like Egg Shen just gave you the drink from the eight demon bag. Like, you're gonna be alright. Things are <laughs> things are feeling... We got this. We're gonna find... We're gonna make it through this. It's a bad night, but I'm okay now. I'm in the, You know, I'm safe. I'm with Mama. A, We're good. A plus for the uh, big trouble in little Tokyo. Right? Oh, yeah. Nice <laughs> Uh So he holds the ring and he looks at it and he says, Oh, my dear Bastion, what have they done to you? And he hands it back to you, Simona. And he says, Let us not talk like, like savages. Please, come into the study and allow me to offer you both refreshments so that you can settle your nerves and we can understand exactly what's going on. And he leads the way, calm, without panic, opens the door, shows you both in. Doctor, he pours you a sherry. Uh, uh, thank God. <laughs> offers it to you. <laughs> lays out some form of throw over the, 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 the chaise lounge so you can sit without smudging it with all the, the, the dirt and, you know, soot that's on you. And Simona, sure. he pours a much darker fluid into a goblet for you. Oh and God. puts it down on the table and says, if you require it, it's there for you, my child. Now, he shuts the doors and says, Bastion gone and we're under attack. What, what's happened? So I relay everything that happens, I tell him about our meeting with Tevi. Um, I tell him about our time in the sewer. I tell him about the map, but I say that Ashenbrenner has it. And then in that moment, like, I kind of just stop and I go, is Ashenbrenner here? I think he was supposed to meet us. You are the first to, and only to arrive. Oh, Explain my. more about this map. What, you found it in a sewer? I found it. I tell him that we found it. Um, no, go ahead and tell I, me. Let's hear how Simona would describe this. Yeah. It's. <laughs> I'm saying, like, in the back of my head, like, mm -hmm. I'm still thinking about Ashenbrenner, wondering why is he not here yet? He left in such a hurry. I'm a, I'm a little worried. Um, Elijah doesn't fine. appear to be at all phased yet. Like, it's not clicking. Yeah, so, I'm also a little bit concerned about that. You know, I just told him that I just lost everything. My sire's dead. I mean, Bastion's been alive since William the Conqueror, so... He's older than he's older than Elijah. In yeah. 
years, um, not generations, but years. Yes. Yeah. So I tell him that, well, the group that you sent out with Ash and Brenner and I, we went down to the sewers because we decided to go find, we looked there for Bartholomew. I assume he's still missing, correct? Unless that's other news that I not privy to. I've had no word that he's been found. The prince doesn't send writs to me often, but he has not yet called off the search as far as I know. We had no luck at his hideaway. He wasn't there. Um, but there was another Nosferatu. Um, what was her name again? It's escaping. Remy. We met with, up with Remy, um, who was very upset that we were there, even though I explained to her why. Um, and she released a wild boar upon us. Quite a large boar, I might add. Um, I almost got skewered, but not the worst of my problems. And we found the map hanging up in... Bartholomew? On, we found the map hanging up on Bartholomew's wall. And we took it, and we looked at it, and it's marked all of Clan Toreador's hideaways. It had my it had my home on it it had your home on it it had my home well my home is well known but it had the rest of clan toreador on there we all have a target and it was all marked with the basis of the moon when i assume they would strike he sits down from... leans back a little bit looks at you and says and you found this in the sewer you found it in bartholomew's hideout yes hmm this is troubling news. And now you say Ashenbrenner should be here, and are you concerned for his well-being? Should I dispatch someone to check on him? Of course I'm concerned for his well-being. I would go and find him myself, but I don't know where he... I don't know where he spends his time. Um, he has the map. Left it with him. Hmm. Very well. Simona, of course, you know that my home is open to both yourself and Dr. Jackal, should you require any... I don't think we should stay here. No one would dare touch... No one would dare attack us here, Simona. They attacked me. I am a primogen of the clan. Whatever's going on, they don't... They don't have... The stones to attack me here. Let's be honest. Something... Are you... And you're sure that you were attacked? This isn't just a fire? If I may, sir... No! Uh, Dr. Jackal, please. Just and go quite... I'm sorry. Simona stands up, and she goes, There was a stake for Bastion. There was nothing left of him but ash in this ring. This is the only thing I have left of him. All of my work... All of my work from these past 350 years, gone. My servants were eviscerated and disemboweled and killed in horrific ways and a fire was set to cover it up. Don't you think for one moment that it was just a simple house fire? This is a blatant attack. And I think that the rest of Clan Toreador is in trouble and I think that we need to dispatch messengers to go and warn everybody so this doesn't happen to anybody else. He glares at you stares at you for a long, long time, just silence, and then says, of course you're right. What am I thinking? I should dispatch people right away. Please. I did not mean to insult your intelligence. Sit. 
I'm not breaking eye contact with him as I stand for about five seconds longer and then I slowly lower back down onto the sofa. He calls in Salome, the young, the woman in the black dress, and tells her to, he says, my love, please, bring me some paper and summon Philip. We're going to have to send out some notices to several other clan members that there may be in, that they may be in danger. If this is important work. Find him and wake him if disturb whatever activity he's involved in currently. She goes away. He says, if you'll just give me a few moments, I will make sure that we have people sent out to warn the others of our family. Take this time to calm yourself. Gather your thoughts, and we will deal with this, as we always have, with grace, but yet severely. We will punish those who have done this to us. I promise you, Simona. I nod to him, but I don't say anything else. Okay. Doctor, anything from you real quick? After finally picking up a, a lull in the conversation, and <laughs> hoping not to be shushed again, but it's totally okay if Simona would shush him again. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I shushed <Okay>. him. <laughs> That's okay. There was a shushing. So I, I do wish to express some concern for our companion, Ashenbrenner, as a map uh, that uh, Simona had mentioned did have his whereabouts, his, uh, his art studio, I believe he said it was, uh, as the next item on their uh, agenda. Uh, the fact that he has not yet returned here is a bit concerning to me. I would very much appreciate it if uh, you could afford a carriage to uh, perhaps bring me to go and, and check on the chap. I unfortunately do not know where he uh, lives, or I would go and do it myself. He looks at you and he kind of says, he, he, you perplex him for a moment. <laughs> and he says, you, you wish to check my family? Sir, you feel up to that task? Yes, well, we were all given uh, this, this task of finding Bartholomew together, and it would only be right for me to pull my own weight. Hmm. Well, Which there is much. Well, you have a considerable girth, sir, but you carry it well on your large frame. Well. Uh, thank you. Simona, would you be... Would you object to your companion going out and checking on... Dear Ashenbrenner, I can give him a rough idea of the address. I know the general area where he skulks. This is the same guy I saw up on the balcony, though. Yes, right? absolutely. Yes, okay. Elijah. Um... <laughs> Again, so... not Russian. <laughs> just seems very calm. Simona just looks up at Elijah again, and she's trying to, like, read him because it's... He seems very weirdly calm for the information that I told him. Almost like he knew. Uh-huh. Or, yeah, so I'm very... I don't want to stay here. I don't want the doctor to stay here either. I feel like I'm putting him in grave danger by keeping him here. So I go, I think it would be a wonderful idea for the doctor to go out and look, and I think it would be an even better idea if I joined him. If we could one of your carriages just to go and check for dear Ashenbrenner and we can come right back here. I don't think that's a good idea, Simona. And why is that? 
Well, by your own admission, you're concerned for the entire clan. Wouldn't you rather all of us assemble at least here together where there's strength in numbers? Ashenbrenner has always been somewhat of a loner. He, he will find his way to us. If the doctor wishes to go, I'm not going to stop him. He's a, a grown man of hearth and vigor. But I would prefer it if you stayed by my side. And I would prefer it if I went to go find my friend, who was supposed to be here earlier than we were. He was in a great hurry. I'm concerned why he's not here yet. He has a very important piece to this puzzle. You see him click with his tongue one of his sharpened canines that are out, and he says, You've always been a little resistant to the instructions of your elders. And I sometimes tire of your arrogance, Simona. But your craftsmanship and your eye for beauty is beyond compare. I would hate to have something happen to you. But if you must go, his nails are long, go. I grab the doctor by the hand and I immediately exit. Okay, you saw more emotion Without a doubt, you saw you didn't feel any different because he was waving this aura over you to keep you calm. But you felt far, you saw far more reaction in his face from the fact that you wanted to leave than the fact that your house burned down. Oh yeah, no, I'm, I'm getting the doctor and I'm getting out of here. I'm not returning. Okay. And... So we go out. Well, no, no. You get the doctor. You're walking out the door. I'm going to need you to make a willpower check. Both of you, please. That's just uh, courage? Yep. Oh, God, please. My hands are so sweaty. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in panic. This episode, I don't know what's more stressful, this episode or in Call of Cthulhu, where I play Faye Dawson, and Faye was stuck in that graveyard. I think that the sweat levels are about the same. Doctor makes it. Okay, I have, uh, it's a six, right? That's mm-hmm. a success? Okay, so I have one, two successes, and I have a critical success. So and you have three failures. total? So, crit, so a crit and a regular would have counted, or three regulars, so you did, both of you did it either way. Both rolled very well. Fear crippling, mind-bending, someone is about to stab me in the shower, psycho fear washes over you, clawing at your heart, your innards, your skin crawls. You see him, he stands up, and he's like, are you sure you want to leave me, Simona? And you both make it, like, you shake it off and you look at him. He is hideous in his visage. And it's not that he's changing what he looks like. It's just that you're afraid of him. You are thinking he is the the filthy uncle in the night. The, the stepfather who puts you under the stairs. The guy who locks you in the attic. He has that demeanor as he comes off of the couch and says, Are you really sure? You can leave. You've made your willpower checks. You can back out. I make sure to place myself between the doctor and um, Elijah, just in case 
he tries to do anything stupid. Okay. Um, and I just go, I'm like, yes, sir, I believe my services are required elsewhere, and I exit. And Horatio is just very confused and will follow Simona. All right. You make it to the front door quickly, you throw it open, and you hear your a four-year-old crying for its mother. Simona! Simona! Don't leave me! And you turn, and he's throwing another... You start feeling like this need to want to be near him. This need to cuddle and protect him. And you get... You back out into the driveway, and he stands at the front door and says, So be it. And he slams the door shut, and the energy goes away. You no longer have any feelings of compulsions. Um, this is just... It's... It's gone. In a heartbeat, it's gone. But the door is shut. You're alone. And he did not summon you a hansom. You're in the circular driveway. The fountain is spraying. The, there are lights coming from inside the house. But as you're looking at the room that you were just in, where the windows were, you see them shuttering and boarding up the windows. They're, from the inside, they're closing everything off. What do you want to do? I still, with a hand on the doctor because I just am worried that somebody's going to come out here. So I'm just very urgently guiding him as far away from the house as I can. Not only I'm looking for a hansom, I'm looking for a cab, but I'm also looking for some sort of like kid, like a somebody um, hanging around so that I can send a message. I want to send a message to Evelyn. This time of night to find, in this district, children are cared for. There's nannies, governesses. You're not going to find somebody easily on the street. After you're able to get a carriage, which is, again, you're walking away. Normally, these these buildings, these homes have their own uh, setup, or they are attended by a footman or someone who would get, get them a carriage. You don't see taxis lining this district of the street. Uh, the street in this district, rather. But... A 10-minute walk gets you into a part of the city where you will. And then you do see some older teenagers in their 14s, 15s, part of like street thugs and roughabouts that <clears throat> you might be able, with a few coin, be able to manipulate into sending a message to Evelyn. And that's where we'll pause for a moment. So you get you come down with Dr. Horatio. You're walking as quickly as you can. Uh, again, you don't look like a million bucks. You didn't take the refreshment in time at his house because the conversation kind of wound around. So just keep an eye on your blood pools. Okay. But you make your way into the, you know, down the hill a little bit into the part of the city where it's more activity. And I'll say you dispatch the messenger and you're able to call for a cab. I'll write out a message to send to you. You're going to write out. Okay. Oh, yeah. What you want to say? No problem. Good. Yeah, all right. I'll figure that out while all that's going on. Okay. Perfect. Uh, Ashenbrenner. So that now this up. thing is about 30 feet from the gate. It's... You know, the, the, the stomping of its feet as it's moving uh, makes, you know, quite a bit of racket. But you picked a secluded space in a secluded area so that your comings and goings wouldn't be noticed. So, yeah, there's nobody coming to your aid right now. And it seems to be focusing on me or on the gate? On the gate. It's, going, it's heading into towards your studio. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm happy to let it step on a couple of those traps and then surprise it from behind. I'm also, I'd be kind of surprised if it was able to move freely. It's seven and a half feet tall. Yeah. 
Okay, it's it's gonna have to it's gonna have to do some do some work to get in there. Okay, so I might let it bottleneck itself and then start wailing on it from behind. So I'm just gonna stay just as quiet as a little mousey, and just snuggled up in that in that that space so it it doesn't take notice of me. Okay, so it's now about eight to ten feet away from you. There's you know the noise I'm is staring at it. I'm trying to get as much detail on it as I can. Uh, any any sort of you know, using, uh, what's it called? Uh, I don't know if science would help to see how the bodies are coming together or crafts to see, you know, any weak spots or anything at all. Um, because I, I honestly, I, I am, I am constantly as much as I'm, you know, freaked out by this thing after seeing what it did. Well, mm -hmm. I, actually, I just know that it set the house on fire potentially. Um, I am just in awe of the craftsmanship. Make me an intelligence role with streetwise. If you have it. I have no streetwise. Um, okay. So and no occult, right? Uh, no occult. No. Take science. Just uh, science, science would work. Yeah, mm -hmm. two in, two in science, three in intelligence. Mm -hmm. Okay. So two successes. All right. So two successes. Okay. okay. Um, now you had, just for the way the story evolved, you had left oh. the scene prior to Doctor Jackal finding the first corpse on the door right so yeah that right i just saw them run down into the fire and then i got out of there because my willpower yeah you're not sure this thing is intelligent by looking at its its face and its um its dexterity and the way it was crafted and uh the the pieces that they use seem to be for just brute strength now you could smash things until a fire was created but it doesn't seem to have that kind of dexterity where it could have started or perpetuated a fire without it possibly getting itself in danger to get out it's just so uh, it's so big it would be very difficult for this thing to do something like that plus the basement wasn't this tall in their home as well so he would have been ginormous underneath that that estate uh that that manor house um, similar to what you have, you know, he's going to have to really crunch down to get in there and then obviously be a weakened target with yeah. a lot. So know. I'm gleaning that, that he did not start the fire. You don't feel this is the work of this creature. Now, someone could have been with the creature and done it, but right now you see no one else. You feel you're alone and that it's focused entirely on getting into the lab, into your studio. Okay, and the uh, the strange mushy face mushy face girl did call it a holy protector. Mm -hmm. So there's the chance it's protecting me. Okay. Well, let's see. How does it how does it deal with my gate? Is it knocking or is it no? It, it not knocking. It twisted it off its off the the hinge. <laughs> and I don't mean okay. that it so, bent it. I mean it <laughs> torqued it yeah. off. Excellent. Okay, I mean, so there's there's quite a few steps down there. Let's see how my traps do with it. Okay. If it even phases them. So we'll say that you had two successes on setting the traps. That's more than enough to confuse this thing. It's not... It really isn't even thinking about things in its way. If if a, yeah. a, a puppy stood in front of it, it would be crushed. It would just walk right over it. Sure. Uh, you know, it goes through more things than it goes over or around. Yeah. So... It gets to the doorway and, you know, the, the stairs leading down that... And, and how tall are these, Ashman? Ash, are these about, like, five and a half, six feet? Are they six and a half feet? 
I'd, I'd say, I mean, like, so I'm six feet and kind of broad, mm -hmm. so I have to squeeze a bit. Okay, um, so it's definitely going like to be seven, crunching. A seven and a half a guy would have to, like, yeah, like, bend over. Like, bend over. Yeah. Okay. So it does. It tries to crush itself down and make itself small enough where it can start going in. Uh, we'll say that the first trap springs without any type of a problem. Uh, you chose to take liquids that are damaging to skin, so... It would literally just burn it away, yeah. Yeah. Acids, stuff like that, yeah. Mm -hmm. So go ahead and roll uh, roll the first one. I'll give you, you know, for, because it's bare skin, I'll go ahead yeah. and give you five dice. See how many successes you have. So 5d10? Yep, and then whatever number of successes you let me know how many. And success is six or above. Yep. Okay, well, we have two critical failures and an eight. So let's say, uh, yeah, I had eight, six, one, one, six. So, so you got one, one success. success. So it yeah. splashes, and while it seems to, you know, get on him somewhat over by his one shoulder, uh, and it you do smell it burning, the creature doesn't let out a howl of pain, nothing, uh, you know, it's just... <laughs> It's pushing itself, it's birthing itself into your studio. It's Hot. coming out by using its feet on the stairs above it as it's fo falling forward. It's pushing with its feet almost like an inchworm trying to get through this space. And the, the you know, the first one hit it, but wasn't doing enough to even make the creature. It. Yeah, it's like, gotcha. got okay. whatever. Um, the second one, the spike trap that you were talking about around the stair, uh, it hits that. Go ahead and do the same thing. Five dice. Let me know what you get. Okay. Much better. Hey, there we go. Oh, damn. Okay, five successes. Tasty. Yeah. Oh, and a crit. Yeah. Four successes and a crit. So because you didn't roll anything to, f to fail that, the crit counts as two. Uh, when we're dealing with damage, we'll, that's the way we're going to play it. And a crit... Uh, crit uh, Failure would move to normal successes or one critical success. So it's a double. Okay. That's basically what it thinks. So it's it pushes its forearm down on the stair and the pins, these two surgical instruments that you had rigged, come crashing up through the wood and pale through the skin. This time you hear it go, <laughs> and it's it's definitely that one got its attention. Like you know for a fact it got hurt. Give me another roll of give me another roll for science and perception one more time. Okay, science and perception. Beautiful. Mm, not as good. Zero. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So this doesn't. Nothing triggers in your memory. Uh, nothing seems to be out of the ordinary. You're just you're jumping up and down, almost like super excited. Like <laughs> I hurt this son of a bitch. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, but it's uh, and it's now got its the top part of its body its head and its shoulders are starting to appear down uh so if this is your time to attack it would be in a real vulnerable place right now yeah well so very first um so uh linguistics three do i speak hebrew or yiddish um i'm gonna let you tell me okay um i mean hmm if that's a common enough language around this time i would say yes i mean i also knew what the guy said so basically i just want to yell out friend or foe okay 
And then based on its reaction, go hog wild or order it some cake. <laughs> order it cake. It doesn't give a reaction. Doesn't give a reaction. Okay. Are you standing at the top of the stairs looking down at its torso now and its feet and legs? Uh, so I wanted just one quick more, one more scan of the area. Um, and then I was going to approach it. Yeah. So from across the street, as you look under a gas, you know, some gaslight of a warehouse that burns uh, in case there's ever things that are at night, a delivery or something super late, but it's, they just have a gas lamp that they leave running at the front of the building. You see yeah. your friend who was in the carriage and she's just gives a golf clap. Like you're doing pretty good. I, I'm, I'm impressed. And then she stands there and keeps watching. Okay. All right. Yeah. So I will, uh, I will bow deeply and then start, uh, I'll just, toss the vials one at a time I guess at its ass yeah you as you pull the first one back and you look down upon its back uh, it's not wearing any clothes uh, you know it's it does it has no modesty it doesn't even have pants on you know so we got that whole situation of just bare ass cheeks pants off, pants off. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you do recognize in in tattoo ink or black ink various sigils and symbols and a few of them do remind you of the map. Okay. I would like to do my best to try and burn those or disrupt those as much as I can. Okay. Yeah, it's on his back. You can go ahead and aim at them. So if that's the case, I need you to make a ranged attack with uh, the vials. So it's just going to be your decks. But he's, unless you roll no successes, you know, you're going to be yeah. fine. He's, it's a broad area. Okay. It's big. and. Okay, so two... D10. You could burn blood to make it higher. In this case, you don't uh, need to. No, I'll, I'll take that crit. <laughs> so <laughs> the first one splashes. So go ahead and roll five dice. Okay, five D10. Oof, garbage. And two two critical fails. Wow, so that did nothing, right? Well, or that... That takes away two... Yeah, so no. Yeah, technically, if that takes away two success, that's four negative. That's a negative one success. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, because the five, four, and two don't count at all. Um, yeah. So you you just smash this one, and you caught it at the top of the the arcing, you know, the staircase. How it's angled. You just came in too yeah. high and hard and too too. You know, you're not a. I mean, you're a, you're an artist. You know, this isn't exactly. So yeah. make me a quick dex check, and you're going to need two successes. Gotcha. Oh boy. Okay, I'll, I'll put a point of blood into this. All right. So burn another um, point. You quickly react. Okay. So you got one success. That's not enough. I'm, a si I'm sorry. Six is a success. Yep. Right? Six and higher. Yep. Okay. Cool. So six plus the one blood point. So that's two successes, right? Um. No. Oh. So oh, you dumped celerity. You mean not a point into? So you didn't move. You didn't bump your decks. You jumped into celerity to move. Uh. That would I have given you two. Decks or celerity? No, however you want to do it. I I thought you might be raising your decks. Instead, you pop the blood point oh, and use no. celerity. Perfect. No. Nope. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Just, I mean, you're like whoa, and as this glass vial smashes, the kickback of the liquid splashes near you and just misses your face. Uh, you was, had two uh, critical, you know, fails. So you just had that happen. It takes you a moment. The monsters. Back is now pretty much into the room itself, but you still have its ass and legs, and they are marked up on the back as across the back of the creature are all these symbols. So you have a, two more vials, we'll say. So go ahead and roll two more times. Don't worry about rolling to hit at this point. It's just just roll your okay, damage. So this is a set of five and a set of five. Okay. Yep. Okay, set of five. 
Come on, no ones. Hey, there we are. Okay, so two success, uh, one success, one crit. So that's three. Okay. So three. Sorry, three yep. successes. That's fine. And then uh, three successes. Okay. So five successes. You hit it, and the liquid bubbles and blisters, but you don't hear another howl. You smash it again. Um, the tattoos seem to stay intact. You, the the skin is bo- it boils. It looks like a chemical burn of like a first or second degree, but the creature is not howling like the the like the forearm. It seems to be taking a lot of this punishment. It doesn't seem to be reacting the way you would have expected. And now it's inside and you can start to hear screaming as your sketches uh, in their cages see this thing at its full size. I mean, they're pretty well gagged, but okay, I can I can tell they're making some noise. Oh, okay. yeah. Um, yeah. All right. In that case, um, I'd like to, um, if it's clear, uh, kind of take those two spikes out of the trap. Okay. And uh, I guess, oh boy, before I dive down there, I'd like to look back to where the uh, where the girl was to see if I and maybe give a hold a thumbs up with my eyebrows raised and. See what she thinks. She shakes her head no. Awesome. I'll give her the middle finger and then uh, go down the steps and pick those two things up. Okay. The the creature, with everything you've done, seems pretty intact and big. Like, this is... This is big. He's scary. So, he... Now he's there. He walks towards the table... And you just see him start destroying everything that you held uh, any kind of value. Most of it you were able to get out. There's some things you weren't able to break down. A lot of long glass tubes. You just didn't have the capacity to pack all that up. So it's it's yeah. glassware and you know some m- most of the notes and the key things you got out. You had plenty of time with your celerity, but whatever is left of your workstation, it is destroying it. Okay. While he's focusing on that, I'd maybe like to try and actually disrupt these symbols if I can. If I can maybe use celerity, jump in, jump out, try and keep as a distance from this guy. Um, but try and uh, try and disrupt those uh, symbols. So celerity allows you to keep your dice pool round. In the case of, of what would happen, you would go in and instead of having to fight and dodge, you can fight and not lose anything. Um, yeah. and then you could dodge, but for you to go all the way in, attempt to disrupt the symbols and get, well, if you went in, attacked and moved away, you could do that for a little while, but there would have to be dex checks but you're because tr- you're trying to move in and out quickly. Uh, and if yeah. you failed any of that, you would be at its God mercy. Badly. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like this thing is probably not cool. Um, Okay, so can I see what damage those spikes did to it now that it's kind of smashing things up? Yeah. It went through its arms? It went through its one, its right forearm. It pierced through the skin at the, from the base up through the top. Uh, so you do, do see two oozing holes. And now the creature, you're standing there looking at it. It's not. Well, I'm paying... at the doorway. I'm yeah. observing it, but it, yeah. So, it, it, like, I'm watching it, ready to move if I need to. Yeah, yeah. You smell what you think 
from your chemicals and your analyses and the things yeah. you've done, you smell what you believe is either it, it it smells of frankincense and myrrh. You recognize that's bad to your body. It would be bad. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, gotcha. Oh, interesting. So it's blood is poison. Whatever's inside of it are solvents and chemicals and unctions that were meant to harm you should wow. it get into a okay. fight. So I'm glad you took that moment to look. That was the the perception one when you botched. I wanted to see oh, if you smelled it I on the stairs. Okay. You didn't smell it when it first got wounded. But now you're looking and you're seeing it and and, and the the ooze of it and the, the the smell is very strong. You're like, that's almost like holy water. Oh my God. Like this is, it's wow. filled with something to hurt you. Gotcha. Hmm. <sighs> hmm. This might be a lost cause. Uh, oh, God, this is really tearing me apart because I put a lot of work into these sketches. I know. Okay. Um, do I have any access to anything um, where it's where it's not? Like, could I get some ingredients uh, while it's trashing stuff? It, it, it appears to not have noticed me or it's just going about its business ignoring me. You don't seem to be what it's after. Not yet. You Man, that's horrifying. You feel like it's been sent to do a task, potentially in order, and as sure. long as nothing's in its way, it'll do what it's meant to do. And its task right now is to cleanse this room. Fix it. Take it okay. apart. Yeah. Okay. In that case, I'd like to get... Uh the most uh, volatile explosives that I can, if I have anything that could serve as that, uh, with, you know, keeping a wide berth as safe as possible, get to the top of the stairs and try and bring this whole thing down on him. Okay, so you packed a lot of that away in the iron trunk. Yeah. Okay, the iron trunk was meant to withstand fire down in the basement. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That is he between me and the and the iron box. He's in between you and almost everything in the room. I mean, except the okay. the sketches on the other side that you keep away, so that you know you have room to to work and draw and do the things you do. But they're on the left. But all your workspace and stuff was to the right, and you secured a lot of those things. Now, trying to get to them would mean being. Like in his in presence. His path. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm just trying to basically this is a lost cause. I'm just trying to do something to sort of stick it up his ass as I'm leaving. Oh I, I get the I get the emotion right now. The the, yeah, the goal of yeah, this yeah. thing though was to be disruptive first, then who knows what it's meant to do, but you you feel that it's a good thing it's not you that's going after yet. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Alright, so I guess um do I have anything slippery? I guess I'll just try and leave and make the passage as difficult to, to traverse as possible. Whatever, whatever, using literally whatever I have. You know, if it buys me 10 seconds, I guess it buys me 10 seconds. Okay, yeah, you're you're able, you have some things that you stuffed in your pocket and, you know, other things you had ready in case you were going to try to set them on fire. You know, you had, you were trying to come up with a plan with, you know, that had variable, you know, endings. So yeah, you're, you're able to yeah. throw some oil on the, on the staircase. As you you know, as you're finishing that, he's pretty much knocked 
the whole table and everything down. He's done everything he needs to there. He stands, turns, looks at the cages, and starts walking over to the people. You're turning to go. You 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 know you stay for a moment, and then you just see him reach his hands through the grates, and he is punishing them. He is okay. killing, smashing. In a way, it, it it's while it's faster than what you would have done to them. The savagery of the of the attack, it, it's it's even to a vampire, you're like, wow, this thing is bred for destruction. Like this thing is efficient when it gets its hands on you. Yeah, and some some part of me is absolutely admiring the artistry of it, but it's just like, fuck, that's those are my paints. You son of a whore. Um, so yeah, I will. I'll keep a distance and then you know, just kind of say to my sketches, you know, it wasn't meant to be, but, you know, you can't make an omelet, apparently, without killing some people. And then I'll walk out and set the place on fire. All right, go ahead and give me just a willpower check. Yeah. Only because you're dealing with fire in your, you know, you're making a torch and lighting fire next to your dry husky skin that could go up, like, you know. Well, I was going to go up the stairs. Like, you, you, you know, still, like, how are you going to set it on fire? Tinder. If you light a torch as a vampire, that's close. Like, that's not good. Oh, no, not a torch. Like a like a tinderbox. Oh, like just a, sparking you know, it. Like oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah exactly. okay. And then tossing it in. Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm not going to, no, I'm, 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 I'm within my, I'm angry. <laughs> you know, my, enti- my sire hasn't just been staked. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you're not Marantov cocktailing it, laughing at the police in a riot. You're just... You're smartly lighting it, letting it burn. Exactly. Got yeah. it. And with as much flammable, flammable material as I can, you know. Hopefully, this guy doesn't like fire. Let's find out together. You know. Okay. Yeah, the fire c- cascades, rolls, the way fire does across chemicals. You know, leaning, just glazing the top. It looks like as it spreads. You hear a carriage approaching from the far distance. Uh, you know, the whipping, and sure enough, the carriage comes up the street and stops and pulls in and you you hear Dr. Jackal's voice yell out, Ashenbrenner, uh, from behind you. The creature inside begins to howl and scream. You are right in assuming it doesn't like flame. It's not a good thing for it. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. So I guess when they when they roll up, they're going to get kind of a mix. I guess you can see the, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm far enough away that I'm not in danger and I'm sort of, um, I don't know, like a, like a, like a triumphant defeat. You know, it's sort of like a, I'll rebuild. You know, kind of like a, you should see the other guy kind of thing. <laughs> right. So yeah, complicated sort of. You know, I have kind of a smile that's like, literally just like a crack in stone on my face. Very humorless, and I'm kind of clutching and unclutching my hands, and you know, just kind of staring into the fire, like you know. I, I hope you're still alive, and I hope you're feeling every second of this, and I hope you're enjoying it, and I hope there's still enough liquid inside you that it boils, and just, yeah. Uh, the carriage pulls up, and you're alighting into it. You're going to join your friends. Is that correct? I'm going to scan the street for my, uh, my, my, quote, my frenemy. The kids don't right. say anymore. The, uh, at the other door with the, with the windows down, you know, cause it's, you know, the, the nighttime and you guys are, Dr. Jekyll's bundled up and he, he's dry by now. I mean, even though he did the whole pale job, 
by now he's his clothes yeah. are fairly dry. Simone is there watching you. You're you're doing this, you know, curse to the gods under your breath to the to this ancient power of just let him hurt, let's let him suffer. And yeah. outside you Simona, you see the young woman lean her head up towards the window of your coach and say, Hey sweetie, beware the dreamers. They've been betrayed. And she walks she lets go of the carriage and turns and starts walking away. And almost in four paces, she blinks out. She's gone. And I'm so sorry. Have telephones been invented yet in 1886? No. no. Okay. Well, then I'll, uh, I'm going to, instead of making the phone gesture, I'm going to make a homing pigeon gesture and I'll go, homing pigeon me. <laughs> <laughs> are you in love or are you, are you looking, are you looking oh, for something we... long term or? No, I survived. I survived. So we're gonna. I, I promised her that if she if she helped me out, I would introduce her to my my meat pig. Yes. And uh, I'm hoping she'll swing around tomorrow night. <laughs> so I could beat some information out of her. <laughs> I don't know, man. She she tried to help, and I uh I guess uh you know she didn't quite. I should have probably tried fire first, but you know that's that's my fault. So you did everything in your. I thought what you did was 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 smart. You're dealing. You were dealing with a creature that had a natural armor, uh, a resistance called yeah. fortitude. Uh, it's built into certain things, and this guy had a good amount of it. He was tough to hurt, and, uh, and that tight space would have not been. I, I would have. I would have absolutely been in trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it would have been a hell of so, a struggle. I mean, luckily, it's just stone, and not too much stuff is actually going to burn down there. So, aside from my sketches, I can hopefully, you know, at some point, swing back down there and get my strong box. I mean, unless, is there structural damage? It was literally a big stone room. No, no, there won't be structural damage. Okay, and I'll be interested to see what's left of that fucking vasey meter. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that's Horatio, Horatio would be very interested in getting under the scalpel. All right. Oh, yeah. If you describe it to him. So, or yeah, so let's, let's get, Ashenbrenner jumps into the, into the carriage. Um, where do you give the driver instructions to head, and do you want to share info at this point? What's where? You, where do you want to go? Um, I can tell them that you know I can. We can crash at uh, at my meat pigs. Um, oh boy, what's it called? Parish. Parish. Mm -hmm. um, I I do have with, yeah. an apartment of my own. You know. That's right. Did I also get a <laughs> chance to send that message to Evelyn yet? Yes. You want to go ahead and tell me what it said? Yeah, so um, I kind of just, Ashenbrenner, you just see Simona just looks, normally you know she's very, she's very happy, you know she's very, not bubbly, but you know she's usually like, she has like an air about her that she's usually in like a very good, happy mood. Right now she just looks utterly defeated. She looks like she has been through the absolute ringer. Um, yeah. I will yeah. I will lean in and sort of you know in in kind of a uh, a uh, one of the the seldom times you've ever seen me be sincere I will I will gently take your hand and say that vengeance has been wrought my friend and then I'll I'll just mention the meat man I'll I'll, I'll recount the last you know ten or fifteen minutes yeah Simona goes on to just tell you like and she at first is a little bit like I don't think. Ashenbrenner has ever willingly touched me before because you know Simone is a very like touchy feely person. She's 
a hugger. She'll kiss people on the cheeks. Like she'll put a hand on your shoulder. And she learned very early on that you do not like that. So for you to kind of like grab her hand, she's like, am I, what else is going to happen this night that I never thought would ever happen? So I'm just going to throw it out there. Is this the most disturbing thing that happened tonight? (laughs) Was this worse than losing? (laughs) I don't think you've ever seen Ashenbrenner sincere once. Yeah, so she's just, for a brief moment, she's kind of like, what? And then she goes, Bastian's dead. He was, found. I found him staked in the box next to mine. My entire household was brutally murdered. Everything that I hold dear is gone. This was a very deliberate attack. And then I go on to read the message. I just, I found, you know, a local teenage boy paid him very handsomely to deliver the message. We have to make our way over to Evelyn. I think that's probably our safest bet. She deals with security and she deals with transporting people. I think if there's anywhere that we're going to be safe, it's with her. And then I recount the message. I don't have, because normally I do have like a seal with me, but because I lost it in the fire. So I put in as many personal things in here so that she would know it's from me. So first of all, I wrote it in German because that's, we both speak German. That's her first language. Um, That's usually what we speak when we're with each other. So I go Eva, which is the nickname that I use with her. Clan Toreador is under attack. My home has been burned. My sire is dead. I believe my primogen is compromised. I will be coming to the docks with our party as soon as I'm able to tonight. Be vigilant. We will discuss details over tea. And then I signed my initials. The tea is Evelyn makes cups of tea because it's something that she used to like before she was, before she changed. And so if you go to her dwelling, she just has these cups of tea just all over. It's really annoying when you knock one over, but I think that she'll get the point across. But Ashenbrenner, I think that we're in bigger trouble. Elijah was very upset with me that I left to come and find you tonight. He wanted to keep all of Clan Toreador at his manor. He did not seem, he did not seem bothered that Bastian is dead. One of, now Clan Toreador is down to 10 members, where he didn't seem bothered that my place of dwelling was blatantly attacked, that Bastian's dead. He only seemed upset when I said that I was leaving. It's like he was trying to keep me there. He wanted me to stay there. He was more than willing to get rid of the doctor, but me, I left. I don't, I was able to, but I think we're in really deep trouble. I don't think that we should go to Elijah. I think that there's something bigger here going on. Whether Elijah has been compromised and is being controlled by someone or something, or somehow he is working in tandem with someone destroying members of his clan. I feel that the former is more believable for as much of a dripping little cocksack as he is. I don't think he would actually go as far as destroying his own. Uh, what's more, I believe uh, we might want to speak to our rabbi friend, and then I'll describe all the sigils that were all over the thing and how its blood was meant to kill vampires. Um, and I mean, if I know what a golem is, I will I will say that I believe this is a golem, which is pretty big in in the Kabbalah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do. Okay, so I'll, I'll say that, uh, you know, this meat man was a golem. Then I'll also go on to say that it didn't seem like something that would have the motor skills to start a fire. I'm sure it could tear something open. I don't even know if it could, if it would think to use a railroad spike through somebody's face. I think it would just, you know, squeeze until it stopped moving. But I'm not 100% sure. But this definitely seems like magic. Doctor, how are you handling hearing all this? Um, so I've been trying to figure out. <laughs> so would I know, I don't know that Horatio would know, that golems historically were made from things more like clay than flesh. Yeah. There's something that I could do to try and check to see if this description of a flesh golem is out of place or... That just me applying knowledge that my character wouldn't necessarily have. So, Victorian medicine was was had come a long way, but it was there was still quite a bit of fascination with some of the older surgeons and people who were predecessors. Um, the kind of stuff that Shelley wrote about in Frankenstein, right? When I was going to say, I assume he would have devoured Frankenstein. Oh, exactly. Yeah. So while there is quite a bit of lore about golems being made of clay, you do recall that there is darker stories that do discuss that in the direst of times, the mages um, of the old ways, of the old scriptures and ancient traditions could summon or call upon um, the gift of God and craft from God's gifts a creature to defend them. Something like a protector. Okay. Uh, He would know is not entirely outside of the realm of possibility. Uh, That somebody... uh... Could have used their their god powers to make a flesh column. I'll toss that phrase out. The uh, the one that I've already forgotten because I didn't write it down because I'm a scientist. Uh, the one that the uh, mystery girl gave me to see if that jingles any bells. Yeah, the Yiddish word for the holy protector. Oh, holy if you protector, say yeah. yeah, so if you say uh, anything in Yiddish, uh, at that yeah. point, Horatio's going. Right. Well, here's here's the thing is. Um, the prince told us to go to Rabbi Tevi, thinking that he was an ally, uh, and also is the one who sent us on this Bartholomew hunt. I know uh, his his group and yours have not always seen uh, eye to eye on everything. However, he may be interested in knowing that an outside party is having something to do with his uh, tragedies. Or in turn, Ashenbrenner, it could have been sending us out to see him and sending us out on this goose chase to find Bartholomew could have been a way to get us away from our havens to destroy them. Hmm. To put our trust into Elijah to protect us, get us all in one spot. And uh, I do believe I should maybe reach out to Ms. Mitzi, the the young lady that we came across and uh, that stuck her head in the carriage just a few minutes ago. 
I don't recognize her, but she seems the sort that might be a familiar relation to Ms. Mitzi. She uh, may be able to give us some more information as well. Yes, I'm not attracted to her at all. <clears throat> Excellent. Well, she said the dreamers have been betrayed, so... That, uh, hmm, that doesn't sound very promising at all. She did also potentially save me from being eaten and then shat by a man made of meat. I really do want to get him on the table. He does sound most fascinating to take apart. I wonder if he would even be able to digest you. The I'm artistry, sorry, I'm going off on a side the tangent. Doctor was, no, no, the artistry was something to behold. Uh, if there is anything left, perhaps we can glean something from its remains. Yeah, Doctor can move around tomorrow during the day when the, the fires definitely died out and potentially see something. Okay. Oh, if you do do that, Doctor, uh, there is a large metal case I would just love if you could uh, retain for me. Oh, yes, of course. Let me jot that down in my, my notebook here. Large metal case, man made of meat. Uh, anything else in particular you would like me to uh, retrieve for you, Ashenbrenner? You may see things in cages. Let me know what you think. As I, I would be happy to give my opinion, is this a medical question or uh, something a bit more along your, uh, I believe your people are a bit sort of artists. Simona has let I'll go of Ashton yes. Reiner's hands and she is just putting her hands in her face like, please let this night be over. It's like, please delete my both, hard drive. Both, my dear doctor, both. <laughs> oh, excellent. I shall, uh, I shall see if there's anything left and uh, give you my, my uneducated in the ways of the arts impression uh, upon our next meeting. I'll, I'll pump his hand. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. So the carriage makes its way through the streets of London. Everybody. There Nothing's we go. more Victorian than a hearty handshake. True, true. <laughs> And uh, the carriage is clopping along. The conversations have gone back and forth. Everything seems to be pretty much in order. And at about 3 a.m., you do come into the district that houses the offices of Evelyn Wolf. And as you make your way around the corner of the street, everything appears to be very much you know, calm and normal. Lights are still coming from that one particular building. The carriage pulls up out in front, and that is where we'll stop for tonight. Guys, thank you. Excellent session. I There was a lot of action. Things are really starting to heat up now, literally. Uh, but, ha. Ha, sorry. Yeah, I know. It's like four centuries Hashtag worth of painting. Too soon. Well, Simona has like other, she has um, a small home in Italy where she's from that has some of her work. And then there's also another small home in France where Bastion is from. Mm -hmm. um, so she has things there, but I'm so upset. Oh, I mean... Did you lose the pinky ring? Did you give that to... Uh... No, I she took, took it back. back. Yep. Oh, I made sure. Elijah's not getting shit from me. <laughs> I took that back. There you go. That, that bastard. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how Horatio feels about this whole fear spell thing being dropped on him, because I don't know that he's the sort that is normally made afraid of things. Right. Yeah. But to suddenly have like this this sense of terror wash over him is probably the single most disturbing thing that happened to him tonight. And he 
awesome shit. Well, it's going to be interesting to see where how that affects him as we move forward in uh, into the politics of this terrible few evenings of uh, kindred life, kindred you know li- lives and styles. But I want to thank my players for for tonight, uh, Mike, Melinda, and Paul. Again, guys, amazing job. I hope the listeners have a lot of fun with this episode. Uh, from all of us at the Bardic College, though, I do want to say thank you for listening, and we hope to see you next week when we continue the adventures of Hellfire Nights. Until then, good night, everybody. Thank you for listening to Hellfire Nights. You can like, share, and subscribe to our show wherever you get your podcasts. To help support our network of real play adventure shows, please visit us at patreon.com forward slash the Bardic College. And for as little as $3 a month, you can get access to behind-the-scenes reels, interviews with players and storytellers, and exclusive adventures featuring your favorite characters from our shows.